Welcome, everyone. It's Thursday, September 12th edition of Living Life. You know, lately I've been counseling a lot of families. And, um, you know, I, I realized something. If you want peace in your life, the first area where you need to get right is your relationship with God. And next, your family. Because you need shalom in the home to have peace. And oftentimes we have challenges there where we have relational issues with our spouse or our children. And there's something that comes up over and over again. When there's issues in the home, oftentimes there's this excuse that comes on up. We're too busy. Have you heard that before? I'm too busy to spend time with my kids. I'm too busy to spend time with my wife. And oftentimes when we're that busy, we start coming to realize that we just drift apart. And that's what's going on. Now, what's going on here? Oftentimes, when we're so consumed and we're so busy with our lives, oftentimes we don't have the ability to think about the blessings that God has given to us. For example, the blessing of having your children or playing with your children. I mean, that is a great blessing. Some people don't even have that blessing or the blessing of going out to dinner with your wife or your husband. You know, in the same way, God is urging Israel. There are times after you go through the process of approaching God, that you sit back and you think about God's goodness. And that is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Let's go into our scripture. Leviticus chapter 16, verses 23 through 34. Then Aaron is to go into the tent of meeting and take off the linen garments he put on before he entered the most holy place, and he is to leave them there. He shall bathe himself with water in the sanctuary area and put on his regular garments. Then he shall come out and sacrifice the burnt offering for himself and the burnt offering for the people to make atonement for himself and for the people. He shall also burn the fat of the sin offering on the altar. The man who releases the goat as a scapegoat must wash his clothes and bathe himself with water. Afterward, he may come into the camp. The bull and the goat for the sin offerings, whose blood was brought into the most holy place to make atonement, must be taken outside the camp. Their hides, flesh, and intestines are to be burned up. The man who burns them must wash his clothes and bathe himself with water. Afterward, he may come into the camp. This is to be a lasting ordinance for you. On the tenth day of the seventh month, you must deny yourselves and not do any work, whether native-born or a foreigner residing among you, because on this day atonement will be made for you to cleanse you. Then, before the Lord, you will be clean from all your sins. It is a day of Sabbath rest, and you must deny yourselves. It is a lasting ordinance. The priest who is anointed and ordained to succeed his father as high priest is to make atonement. 
he is to put on the sacred linen garments and make atonement for the most holy place, for the tent of meeting and the altar, and for the priests and all the members of the community. This is to be a lasting ordinance for you. Atonement is to be made once a year for all the sins of the Israelites. And it was done as the Lord commanded Moses. You know, today's passage is very interesting. So we just talked about coming and approaching the Lord in sanctification yesterday. You know, it was all about being atone, having atonement for your sin. It was all about before you approach the Lord and continue on that you deal with your sin and you deal with these offenses before God. And from there, you continue on the relationship. It's really, really wonderful. Now, today's passage talks about the aftermath of it. You know, the aftermath. So it shows that Aaron the priest is supposed to now organize the next steps. Take off your robe, take a bath, you know, take these steps after you did this just gory sacrifice with the blood all over the place to remind yourself of how dirty and our nasty our sin is now that you've received forgiveness of god what's the next step have you ever thought about that you know after you thank god for no after you receive forgiveness from god what is the next steps do you just kind of move on with life do you just kind of move on say okay that's done now it's time for me to do whatever i want no god says there's a next step which is let's organize and let's take the steps of continuing on this relationship now this is what i see Aaron is going, he's taking a bath, and he's uh, urging other people now, the Israelites, to get to the next step. And here is the next step. It's very, very interesting. In verse 29, uh, after you do all these things, Sabbath rest is about to come. Wow, okay, what's this all about? This is to be, this says in verse 29, this is to be a lasting ordinance for you. On the 10th day of the seventh month, you must deny yourselves and not do any work, whether native born or a foreigner residing among you. Because on this day, atonement will be made for you to cleanse you. Then before the Lord, you will be clean from all your sins. And in verse 31, it is a day of Sabbath rest and you must deny yourselves it is a lasting ordinance. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. So the next step is not, okay, I receive forgiveness and now I'm going to go on with my life. The next step is you have re received forgiveness, so pause. Pause. You know this word, deny yourself and not work? Means slow down. <laughs> That's what it means. Slow down. Don't think that just because you received forgiveness, now you just hunky-dory go on. There is one next step that you need to be mindful of, and that is this thing called Sabbath. What is Sabbath? Sabbath is sitting back, actually disciplining your desires. Okay, because you know what? If the Lord does not allow us to be mindful and give us space and capacity to think about what we have just received. We as human beings are so quick to forget about what God has just done for us. He has forgiven us. 
And God is saying, sit back, don't do any work, don't think about money, don't think about all of your needs, don't think about going on with your life. He's saying, stop that, stop that. Think about how wonderful it is to be forgiven and think about how wonderful it is to continue on your relationship with God because now you are cleansed. Wow. The Lord says, take a, take a Sabbath, relax, don't do any work. Control your feelings, desires, and emotions. This is what God is saying. This is what the Lord desires for us. And from there, when we kick back and we discipline our thoughts and we discipline our actions, what we build is this space, a capacity to think about God, to enjoy God's blessing of forgiveness to really be able to say thank you God from the depths of your being not superficially but deeply because you thought about it you know this is so important I've come to realize that if God doesn't govern our time if he doesn't govern our you know capacity to think if he doesn't give us these encouragements we will go on ahead and live super busy lives, do whatever we want to do to build our own empire and mess up relationships and do and just be greedy. It, this will happen. This will happen, brother. It happens to me all the time. If I don't stop and pause and think, when God gives, us, gives me that time on Sunday to worship, to reflect upon a message, to really think about the saving grace of Jesus. If I don't have the space and time, and I don't respect that time, and if I don't respect Sabbath, I will go on ahead, and even though I know in my mind that I have received forgiveness, I will still go on ahead and do whatever I want to do. That's the nature of human beings, and God knows that very well. So, take a Sabbath. Understand what Sabbath is. God has given us that ability. Here, it was a Sabbath, of making sure that they realize their forgiveness, God gives us Sabbath every week. Go and observe it and be mindful before the Lord. So in closing, I wanted to highlight this. You know, God didn't give us the Sabbath for us to just have a day off or just to rest all day. You know, that is part of the process, process of something greater. What he desires in Sabbath is for us to have the room, the space, the capacity to think about his goodness and who he is. That's really, really important, the depth of thought. You know, from the depth of thought, we have deep feelings of thanksgiving. Is that not correct? You know, anytime we are thankful, it comes from a depth of thought. The fact that we have space, time, and capacity to think about why we are so thankful. You know, in, in, those, in that manner, I really want to encourage you guys that on your Sabbath, go and really think about what the Lord has done and who He is. And I think that would really encourage you to continue on just observing the Sabbath in a way that God wants you to. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this reminder of Sabbath. We thank you. It's not just a day off, but it's a time 
when we ought to think about your graciousness, your compassion, and your goodness to us. And as a result, I pray that we would be people who continue to connect deeper with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sing your father and stepping in closer. See,